Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Nay the Podcast. You're probably looking at the title and you're like, oh, but then this seems like a familiar topic. Yes, yes, yes. I did speak about this topic. Well, I touched on the topic on the first ever episode of Nay the Podcast, but I decided to extend the episode. I don't know if that makes sense, but like extend the episodes or have more of an in-depth discussion based on that specific topic but focusing more on formal education well it's still the same thing so i was joined by two amazing people and i really do hope that you guys enjoy this episode all right on this episode i'm joined by shamila and kariso and we're going to speak about the topic is formal education really the key to success or is formal education the key to success this is a topic that i've touched on but it was quite short i think it's the first ever episode that i recorded and was quite short but i wanted it to be more of a discussion hence why i got guests and i wanted to sort of i wouldn't say i redo but like add on to the episode and see what other people have to say about this topic. So let's get started. Um, the first question that I want to ask you guys, right? Is education really the key? Well, formal education to be exact, really the key to your success in life? Um, okay, well, I'll start. Well, um... Personally, I feel like it could be because irregardless of whichever path we may take in life or whichever opportunity you see you may want to take, at the end of the day, you must have some kind of formal education to actually start maybe a business venture. You can't just wake up one day or maybe you didn't have formal education you can't just wake up and be like okay i want to start something surely you should have learned something like as part of like a foundation like education so i feel like it is shamila okay so first of all with me i think we need to define what success is i think success is um very subjective so different people define success in different ways if you are thinking of living a luxurious life wanting to be a millionaire earning big and expensive cars houses then education is not necessarily the key to success um but if you just want a comfortable life being able to make ends meet, then sure, education can be the key to that success. Okay. If, in my opinion, right, I think it all depends on your socioeconomic background. Um, a lot of people don't necessarily go to school post-high school because they want to, but because they want to take themselves out of the situation that they face at home, you know. So I think formal education, I think there's a, di- there's a difference between formal education and informal education. So, of course, if you want to start a business venture, if you want to um, become a millionaire, or if you want to do something that doesn't require you to go to school and spend thousands and thousands maybe you can focus on the informal education part not necessarily the formal education part but yeah no i i really i think it just depends like formal education it really just depends hey like it really just depends i feel like a lot of people study further and get more than one qualifications to show off <laughs> i don't know what you guys think and whether it, I don't know, like it, I don't think that it's necessary. I really don't think that it's necessary to get your tertiary qualification. Hey, I feel like post high school, just go and do you, 
And if you look at the situation in our country at the moment, I mean, unemployment is very high. The unemployment rate is high. And most of those that are within the unemployed are those that received a formal education. So you ask yourself, is it really the key to success? What are your guys' takes on what I said? So I, I somewhat agree with you, right? Um, we do have many unemployed graduates. And hence I said, formal education is not necessarily the key to success. So you have unqualified people that take up certain positions or people with no formal educations who take up positions or have been in positions of power. So let's say someone defines a CEO as a successful person. You have people who don't qualify or with no formal education in those positions. Um, you, that's why I'm stuttering now. Um, you, unfortunately, we live in a country, and maybe it's not just our country, but we live in a world where corruption is now a norm, you know, nepotism, bribery, etc. So we have people, again, without any formal education who can get jobs and be successful, you know. Again, success, though, is subject, subjective, so whether it's being a millionaire or billionaire within your respective job or just being able to make, it, to make ends meet. But, and, and, and that's why I, I say I, said, I somewhat agree with you because then you have the, the unemployed graduates who are not working, but you have people who don't even qualify who are in those positions because of corruption. That is true. Um, Corruption. Yeah. Would you I like? Agree. Okay. Yes, I agree with both of um, y'all. Definitely, we have a lot of unemployed graduates, and it seems as though the numbers are just inclining. And as Shamila said, we find people who do not have, um, for example, a qualification, a degree, but yet they are in those top level management positions and um, graduates are struggling to get jobs. They qualify, but because of corruption or because of nepotism, they are not able to get in. So yes, I definitely agree. Nina touched on something um, about, well, I don't actually know if you actually touched <laughs> on it, but you were going towards um, entrepreneurship. So post high school people must just do whatever it is that they want to do and that is something that I also wanted to mention that many people especially young people and especially now with social media and technology have resorted to entrepreneurship or being creative you know people who did not get formal education first of all formal education right now I'm thinking of tertiary education so Maybe they did go to primary and high school, but they don't have degrees. And they resorted to being creatives and entrepreneurship. So you look at influencers, YouTubers, um, those, those kind of people. Um, they, it just takes passion, talent, probably sponsorship and starting capital. And they are successful without formal education. That is true. They, they're successful with informal education because they learn along the way. They do research along the way on how to go about those things. And I mean, another thing that you said, like formal education and not informal education. Formal education is definitely tertiary education. For me, informal education is there. I mean, there's so many resources out there. The internet, Google, YouTube, just everything that can help you go into entrepreneurship, uh, becoming an influencer, you know, all of that. And yeah, right. Um, the next question 
If you had to choose between formal and informal education, which one would you choose? Anyone like to start? Well, um, I feel like if I didn't feel the need to get my formal education, I wouldn't have. Because personally, I, I, I don't really have many options. You know, I don't come from a wealth. I don't have a wealthy background where mm-hmm. I'm comfortable and be like, okay, you know, um, my family's, you know, they got me. You know, I, I don't come from that. So I felt that you know, getting my formal education could may could mainly be an advantage somehow. And um, along the way, I realized that. Um, not really. It, it it's not really the only way. Hence why I've also looked into you know entrepreneurial opportunities. Um, I kind of have started um a mini business, but like it's still a little small. So yeah, um, it's like hair products and all of that, but I haven't really started. But I'm getting there. So um, I'm looking into other opportunities where, like, I'm not looking at only one stream that can benefit me. So, yeah, it, it's a 50-50. Shamila? Yeah, so I, I, I agree with Kahiso very much, very, very much. Um, for me, I, I really thought of the formal education was my only way or is my only way. And it, well, I wasn't looking at my background, you know, like, oh, I don't come from a rich family that's got me. I don't come from a trust fund family, you know, or generational wealth kind of thing. For me, it was, I'm not creative, right? So my definition of being a creative was very narrowed. I was looking at, I can't sing, I can't dance, um, I can't act. So... I can't go be a singer. I, I just have to get a degree and go sit in an office. It is only now that I am aware of different ways of being a creative that I became interested and sort of tried it or was or still want to try it. Yeah. In my case, okay, I also don't come from like a wealthy family, trust fund family, you know. For me, going to get my degree post high school was definitely something that I needed to do. But along the way, I was like, was it even worth it when, as someone who knows that she's a creative, like, was it even worth it? Could have I not done short courses, maybe, to assist me in focusing on my creative side? Because short courses are much cheaper than a formal degree right and you know along the way I kind of regretted (laughs) getting a degree like even now I kind of still do but at the same time I'm like no let me just finish and see what happens next I mean even what I'm studying right now wasn't necessarily what I wanted to study but at the same time, I still want to study further. Like, I've always had a dream of having a PhD. So that's something that I still want to do. But at the same time, it's like, I have other goals, you know. I want to go into this business. I want to, I want to. So I would say that I did prefer, well, in the beginning, like you guys said, Formal education was definitely something that we all saw the need for. But along the way, we like, was it, is it really necessary? (laughs) So if I had to go back, though, I would definitely, I would have definitely taken the short course route. Although there's pressure at home to have formal education. So that's also (laughs) something that I had to take into consideration. Even now, there's still pressure to study further because just everyone is just qualified everyone has more than one qualification and you ask yourself like if I do go the creative way and focus more on my creative way next year won't I regret not studying further you know so it's can I do both (laughs) so yeah um I agree with your guys's um your guys's 
what you guys said. Yes, I agree with what you guys said. With the whole along the way, you realize that hey, you know, formal education is not the only way. Right. So the next. Can I, can I just? Yes. Sorry, can I just come in quickly? Yes, you can. It's not that formal education is not necessary, right? I still mm-hmm. think people should get degrees if that is what they want to do. Like, I'm all for it. And if someone has goals of studying further, I'm still all for it. I think the only reason that most people, or at least us right now, saw formal education as an only way out and why there's pressure from families is because with formal education, you're guaranteed a profession. You understand? Like, if you study education or engineering, you will graduate as a teacher or an engineer and you will get a job. Well, ideally, that is how it's supposed to happen. If we ignore the corruption and our unemployed stats right now, ideally, you study, you graduate, you get a job. So I think that's why we... We reviewed it as an only way. And another thing is, sometimes we look at certain people and view them as success, but it's not the education that necessarily helped them to be successful. If we think about back in the day, like if we go all the way back, we needed the first heart surgeon. We needed the first, if we're going to talk about race, we needed the first black CEO, first black whatever. You know, we see that as success, which it might be, but not due to their education. There was a gap in the market that needed to be filled, and they got into that position simply because there was a gap in the market. And now there is so many of doctors or teachers, engineers, CEOs, ETC and TC, and that's why it looks as though that education doesn't matter anymore or is not really the key to success because we are not as successful or we don't become as successful as the first people who started or who were in those positions. Kalisa, would you like to add anything before we move on? <laughs> no, no. Um, I definitely agree with what Shamila said. Um, nowadays, it seems as though we feel as though, for example, um, studying education, getting a degree, um, becoming a teacher, it 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 doesn't have that that thing. Okay, I'm a teacher now because, like Shamila said, um that they were the first people right? and now it feels as though okay like it's not as successful as they were so yeah I agree. I agree with her as well and as a host you're supposed to be neutral but like if your thought processes are exactly what the person is saying I think we can move on <laughs> all right so the next question that I want to ask is I think we've touched on this a bit with how our, our families. Does your family take pride in you getting a formal education or does it does your family take pride in formal education in general? Um okay I'll start. Um generally my dad wasn't all for me going to varsity. Vele he and I he's like, okay as long as you have your matric you can start like something on your own or you can do your own thing. He was not really bothered of like whatever route I wanted to take. But as an individual, as I said um, before, all this time I really thought that, you know, formal education is the only way. You know, I was somehow conditioned that, okay, no, I need to go to Boston and get my degree. So that is the route I took. That's what I fought for. And um, during the at home, they are chilled. They don't really, I don't know, they don't really, they don't, not, that, not to say they don't care what you do, but at least, you know, try your best, you know, try be better, you know. So, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. So with me, it's the complete opposite from Kafiso's family. My family takes pride very much in formal education and your profession. Very, very much. I cannot emphasize this any further. And I think it's because, one, I somewhat come from an educated family. Not everyone is educated, but most people are and they have professions. You know, we have teachers, oh, lots of teachers. <laughs> we have engineers, we have lawyers. So, um, yeah, they take pride very much in formal education. So much that, you know, when I was in high school and now I see with my younger cousins, we are even told what we're supposed to do, you know. I was, according to them, I was supposed to be a medical doctor, <laughs> you know. Um, my other cousin was supposed to be an engineer. Um, but yeah, they take pride very much in formal education. The second reason for that, I think, is because of the security, which sort of touches or, or goes with what I said before you asked this question. The security of having formal education, right? You study, you graduate, you get a job. Ideally, that's how it's supposed to happen. So I think for them, they take pride in it because of the security. You are almost guaranteed a comfortable life when you have when you have studied and you have a profession. Your family and my family are exactly the same. <laughs> Shamila, like my family and education, formal education. Yeah. And um, I feel like we also have a lot of teachers. I mean, my mother is a teacher. Well, she's a principal. Um, <laughs> my grandmother also did education. My aunt did education. Just like a lot of people went into education. We do have a lot of medical doctors. We have engineers. We have accountants. I mean, not everyone is educated, but like majority take pride in getting that formal education, right? That you, I felt very pressured to actually also get an education and formal education due to that. I mean, if you look at my home situation, for example, my sister's currently doing her third qualification. My mother has three qualifications. And I mean, I, I don't necessarily deny my father. My father had a whole master's in law. And now it's you, like all eyes are on you. And are you going to study further? Are you like my family would rather throw a graduation party than a birthday party. That's how much pride they take in education. And I don't necessarily think that it's due to security or like profession or anything. It's just, I think we've been conditioned to be like that as a family in general. I mean, okay, there are other like people within the family that go a different route with regards to education they don't necessarily go to a university some do go to like your culinary schools or your art schools but when it comes to going to university you need to go to university you can't say no i don't want to go you must go you'll see what you want to do after that if you want a birthday party um where's your where 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 Where's your graduation gown? Where's your academic regalia? Because we're not going to throw a birthday party if you don't have your first qualification or at least one qualification. So my family definitely takes pride in education. And the pressure to study further is definitely there. And it's always been there. I mean, yeah. Um, With regards to doing what you want to do and focusing on what you want to do, you can do that as long as you have your first qualification. That's how it is with my family. <laughs> do you guys want to add anything before we move on? No? No, I'm okay. All right. <laughs> I think we've touched on the whole connections part. And, you know, I was like, connections are taking over. So... Why, is, why do we still need to take and receive a tertiary education? But I think I can change this question. If you had connections, would you have studied further or would you have gone to university? 
Okay, so I'll start. Okay. Um, yes, I would have still gone to university to get my degree. Simply because, let's say, um, I get, I have some connection rather for some company with engineers or lawyers, you know, like a law firm. I can't get in there completely blank, you know? Like, I'm going to get in there with my grade 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 knowledge, and that's it. It's not going to help me in any way. I must at least be able to participate at work, you know? I must be able to do my work, have the capabilities. So, yes, I would have... I would still, I feel like I would still have to go and get my law degree or whatever degree. So I think connections are really for um, just getting the position, you know, um, getting in if you're struggling. Not necessarily to say that you really have nothing, like you know nothing but will put you in anyway. It's not going to make sense. I think that compromises a lot of things as an individual. You might not be confident. Um, it compromises the company completely um, to, to have someone that did not study be put in that position. I don't know how they're going to contribute to the company. Karin, Well, I agree 100% with Shamila. And let me change the narrative a bit. Um, firstly, to answer your question, yes, I definitely still would have went um, to get my degree because, um, okay, let's say I get the connection. Okay, cool. Um, I get the job. I get the position. I work. No problem. What if something goes wrong with that connection and I have already decided, okay, no, I'm not going to our city. I'm not going. Mm -hmm. I'm going to totally depend on this connection, this position I've been connected with, what if something goes wrong? Okay, maybe you work for a year or two. A problem arises or the connection is something wrong, it breaks. Then what? Then you're just back to square one. Then you just have to go back to the original plan and still go to us. And then time has already been wasted. So, yes, I definitely still would have made to get married. Yes, sorry, I just want to add to what Tahisu said because that I agree with her so much. Also, not only is something going wrong where you're like fired and now you can't even get another job because you don't have the education, but if um, if people are checked, you know, like background checks, I think personally mm -hmm. I would love the security to say, yes, I do have a degree, you know? That's we thought about high jump easy. At least I could say, hey guys, I do have a degree. Yeah, and it's not yeah. too obvious that I got it through connections or corruption. Would I go to school? Definitely. <laughs> I definitely would go. And I would have still pursued a degree. But like Shamila said, pursuing the degree in that specific field that you have connections in. Not just like any random degree. So, right. Um, let's move on to the next question. Do you, guys, do you guys love what you're studying? Like, are you guys passionate about what you're studying? Did you have a choice with regards to what you're studying? Do you want to change what you're studying? Do you want to change your field? Are you happy? Well, um, personally, what I'm studying is not really what I wanted to. Um, I wanted to study law. I still want to study law. And um, I promised myself that, you know, okay, let me finish my current degree and, you know, try and get a job and see how it goes. But I promised myself that, you know, one day I will go back and I will get my law degree. I will not rest till I have my law degree. And um, with what I'm studying now, I didn't have a choice because, okay, I took a gap year. 
and what I realized is during that gap year, I should have maybe, you know, enhanced my metric marks to actually study what I wanted to, but I didn't do that. I didn't have, I didn't have guidance. No one guided me or, or myself. I didn't think that, you know, so do something, you know, I was just so laid back and so, and then when it was already too late and I already applied for my current degree, I'm like, okay, no, you know what, it's okay. Let me study it and see how it goes. And I'm not saying I regret it. It's not bad. I'm okay with it. Um, not that I'm enjoying it either, but I'm okay with it. I'm comfortable. I'm okay with it. It's okay. I'm not complaining. But I still want my law degree and I promised myself that one day I will go get it. So, yeah. This question was a trigger. <laughs> I am so triggered. Um, I share the same sentiments of Kashiso because I am not studying what I wanted to study. And I'm triggered because yo, I tried on so many levels. I know, you know, people who know me personally, I think even Kashiso knows my story that mm-hmm. I tried to change degrees. I was at some point in between faculties and departments because I had modules from my department now or my faculty. But because I was trying to change, I also had from another faculty. It was just a mess. So basically, I'm not necessarily happy with what I'm studying. Um, Only now, because I'm in my final year, I'm starting to take an interest. I'm trying to be interested in this field and in this degree and in the professions. I believe that I I need to make it work, you know? I can't stay miserable forever. I did study this. I might even study further, so even do honors in this degree. So I really need to find a way to make it work. So it's only now that I'm in final year, I'm building an interest in this because I, I need to get somewhere. Eventually, I have to work. I want to be a professional. And I've also thought about, like Akuso said, she wants to still study law. I've also thought about going back and studying what I actually wanted to study. Even though for me, I'm just nervous about time. You know, like, when am I going to do that? Um, working while studying, is that viable? You know, but for me, yes, it's also a thought. It's not a promise, like I saw. It's not to confirm <laughs> that one day I will do it. However, it is still a thought that you know what, I might. It might just happen that I study further or a different study a different qualification. All right. Um, I think all of us didn't want to study or we were studying or like we had no choice or. When we applied, you know, we realized that, hey, we could have or we should have. For me, I actually wanted to study journalism. And I couldn't, I mean, UP doesn't offer journalism as a course itself. The only universities that I know of are like your Rhodes and your Vits and other universities. But my mother and others didn't want me to go to university far from home, so... I decided to apply for UP and I remember languages, BA languages was my first choice. And due to, because it was my first choice, I had done research on it and I saw that after doing my BA in languages, I could then do my honors in journalism with this. You know, the aim for my family was to get my bachelor's at UP. Then after that, I can decide where I want to go. Along the way, I did research and I realized that, hey, maybe this is a blessing in disguise. You know, I can still go into journalism, but now I can go into political journalism. So why don't I continue with it? Am I happy with the degree that I'm studying? No. I wish that I had one like major, just focusing on one major, because I feel like having these two, you kind of get confused on which one you want to do because you end up liking both of them and you can't do both of them after this so you know I'm still confused I 
I was looking at other ways of still getting, because, I mean, the, the plan was to always have my master's, right? So there are other ways that I can still do a master's, but using a different met- method or different, like, pathway instead of doing honors. If you do your research, you can do that. And I was looking at that. But the master's that I want to do must still, or, like, the course that I want to do next year must still, you know, relate back to what I studied because I did work so hard to get this degree and I don't want it to go to waste. So, I don't know, like, I was never happy. I still am not happy. But at the same time, I'm like, it's still a good degree because I can still go into what I want. But wouldn't have wouldn't it have been better had I studied journalism, like, straight? So, yeah, um... I, I mean, along the way, I did get confused because initially it wasn't something that I wanted to do. So, like, every year, I think Gazuso knows that every year I always say, I want to do this, I want to do that. I think she even got tired because she's like, you don't even know yourself because every year you're like, no, but I don't want to do this. No, but I want to do that. No, but I don't want to do this. So, you know, I think because I never liked the degree, I was also confused along the way with like where do I see myself next year or where do I see myself after this and a lot of people are like no just focus on one thing just focus on one thing finish your degree but like I never really wanted it but at the same time now that I'm like close closer to the end of this degree I'm looking back and I'm like you know what I really should have put more effort into the degree because it can still lead me in to the path, like the career path that I want to do. So yeah, um, I think it's a, you know, it's a 60-40 <laughs> or 70-30 because 70%, you know, it's still a good thing and 30%, I was still doubting it. So yeah, um, I, I, I don't love the degree, but because it can still help me reach my dream career, I think... I can love it. I can learn to love it or grow to love it. So that's literally like my story. The next question, or do you guys want to add anything before I move on to the next question? I'm good. Shamila? I'm good, thank you. All right. (laughs) The next question that I want to ask, has the pandemic affected your view on formal education or your view on education in general? This is a question that a lot of people get like with regards to the pandemic. I feel like everyone asks something with regards to the pandemic. This pandemic needs to end. <laughs> but has it affected yep. your view? <laughs> um, okay, I'll start. Um, just to understand the question, has it affected like my formal education? No, not your formal education, your view on formal education or your view and education. Oh. Okay. Um, personally, I, I never really thought about that. Um, it's just that, you know, with everything going online and legit everything is online now, like everything. And... I don't know. I never really thought about it. It's the tricky one. <laughs> How about Shamila goes first, and then I'll add my two cents after. Hmm. This is a very interesting question because I've never thought about it as well. But I don't think um, the pandemic has changed my views on formal education, and I might just change the question here mm-hmm. I think the pandemic has changed my views on certain professions or careers if you look at one the aviation industry the entertainment industry those are two of the many industries that were badly hit because of the pandemic because we had lockdowns right So parties weren't allowed, clubs were closed, 
Um, and there were so many restrictions and bans when it came to traveling. Tourism was affected as well. So I think the pandemic just changed my views on certain professions and careers because you never know if we're going to have a thing again like like this one. So um, it's, it, it really got me thinking and questioning um, certain careers. But not my views on formal education. Definitely not. Um, it did expose a lot of things within formal education, you know. I mean, we had so many students drop out, and not because they were not passing, but because they either didn't have electricity to be able to work online, they didn't have laptops to be able to do their work from home. So I think for me, it just exposed a lot of things within formal education, but it did not change my views. Kaliso, do you have anything to add? All right, um, just touching base on what Shamila said. Yes, it um, might have affected, you know, other professions and other careers and also, you know, students, you know, not having maybe stable internet connection, as Shamila said, electricity, laptops at home. But personally, I it, it didn't change any views either because I never really thought about it in that way. So I, I agree it didn't really change anything. All right. Um, for me, it also didn't necessarily change much, except for the whole thing that Shamila said with the whole how people dropped out because they didn't have, you know, laptops or they didn't have enough data or they didn't have electricity at home. Yes, it definitely changed like that. Like it kind of showed how as much as you may complain about your struggles at home, you are definitely more fortunate than a lot of students. That's definitely what it showed. And it, it gave me more insights on informal education. You know, I never really paid attention to informal education much pre-pandemic. You know, I was just like, you know, get my degree, move on. But the pandemic has given me more time to look at informal education, like see what I can learn on the internet besides school alone. So that's what it like. It, it opened up a new, a new realm. Should I say a new, a new dimension or realm? I don't even know which word to use. But it opened up something for me with regards to education, but informal education. It did definitely change my view on the different career choices and all. I mean, you know, I. I really do wish that as a country we were more technologically advanced. Well, not technologically technologically advanced, but like I really do wish our education was more digital or like we were more prepared to go online, especially for secondary education and your primary education because a lot of people missed out on school during the lockdowns and it has increased teenage pregnancy i mean you guys saw the rise of the teenage pregnancy thingy and i think that's mainly because people just left school and decided to go play around and all so i think if our country i think our country just needs to like work on the whole digital stuff so that's what it changed with regards to education i think it would it would have been easier as a country if we were prepared so that's what it changed with regards to education in general. And I don't know if you guys want to add anything to what I said or. Um, okay, I'd like to add something. Um, maybe South Africa, like the, okay, let me say South Africa's education system, um, like, you know, the, the government, like, what am I saying? Sorry. The schools within the government, maybe they didn't take technology as serious as they did, like, you know, online platforms as they did before the pandemic. So maybe that's why it was a bit of a more of a struggle for them to 
help the learners adapt to you know, now learning online because they didn't really take it seriously. Looking back from where I went to school, like primary and high school, they didn't really teach us, you know, how to, not, okay, they did, maybe the basics, but they didn't really teach us how to use, you know, the online platform, how to use the internet. It was, it was, it was very vague. So I think that was the, the biggest problem. Shamila, do you want to add anything? I just want to add, yes, I just want <laughs> to add on what Kahiso said. Um, besides the government not taking, like, okay, so Kahiso said that the government didn't really invest in computer skills and preparing for something like this, né? which means actually, I think that the pandemic has exposed. We've been hearing about the digital world, technology, the industrial revolution, ETC, ETC, you know. But I think for the first time, it was really made clear. For the first time, everyone saw the importance because really technology was was it or is still it during the pandemic so many people work from home school was at home shopping was at home you know you could just online shop everything was just technology based so tech companies networks um service providers because i'm sure they made a lot of money with people buying data really really the the, the pandemic and its lockdowns exposed the importance of technology. Definitely. And I think we've come to the end of the episode. I don't have any more questions, but I want to do something different on on this episode. Would you guys like to ask the host anything with regards to this topic? Um. I don't have questions. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't want to ask the host anything? Caruso? Yeah, I'm also a bit lagged. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to add anything else before we end the episode? No, I'm good. I think, um, well, for me, I've touched and... I've touched on everything that I wanted to say and I've made my points. Kathiso, would you like Did to add I, anything? All right. I think I think we've mentioned all the important points around the topic and yeah. It was a very I'm not even gonna say it was a long episode. It was a very thought like you had to go deep into your thoughts and I mean it is I mean, it's 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 almost 10 p.m. and I'm sure a lot of us, our minds aren't like there, not like active enough to think about this. Our brains are fried. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like our minds are not like within. But I think we've touched on. Our brains fried is formal education. Exactly. It's formal education. <laughs> It's formal education, that's why. And, but we're not saying, okay, to the listeners, we're not saying that, hey, you know, you shouldn't go to school. Guys, go to school. If you want that qualification, go. Go get that qualification. Yeah, please. Stay in school. Stay in school. Get that qualification. Get that bachelor's. Get that honors. Get that master's. That PhD. Whatever. Get it. Get it. Because I remember... When I was in high school, and my accounting teacher used to say that people can steal whatever they want from you, like anything, all your materialistic things, whatever. But the one thing that they cannot steal from you is your education. So get that education. <laughs> get that, that education. That is so true. <laughs> my mom says that to me all the time. Like People can steal whatever it is but never your education and your profession. Mm -hmm. And I think I just want to add that um, we need to know ourselves, you know. A person needs to know themselves. Not everything will work out the same for everyone. 
um, being a creative or an entrepreneur will work for some people without formal education. Some people, it will only work when they have formal education. So basically 50-50, you know. Um, and some people might not even work for them. Like they are meant to study and have a profession, sit in an office, you know. And there's nothing wrong with that, nothing at all. So, yeah, by all means, like Renato said, we're not saying people should not get formal education. Go for it. When you have the means, when you have the passion as well, because it takes a lot to study, <laughs> just go for it. So do you want to add Definitely. anything? And also to remember that, um, you know, life is not a race, because we look at our peers, um, some of us look at our, peer, at our peers and be like, yo, um, this and this, she's doing this, he's doing this, I'm not doing this. Um, we, we tend to compare ourselves a lot and we shouldn't do that. Life is not a race. We should be doing our own thing at our own pace because our lives are different. Our destinations are different and whichever path you take, it's okay. Just make sure it works for you. Mm-hmm. Just be happy. Mm-hmm. so is so right. It sounds so cliche, but own race, own pace. Yeah, own race, own pace. Um, something that I'm always told because I feel like I just want to do everything at once. And I, I feel like a lot of us we constantly look at our age, like, but by this age I need to have this by this age. But we don't realize that even if it's at a later time in your life, you still, you still gonna get it. You know, no matter how long it takes. You'll still reach your goal. Still reach your goal. Uh, definitely. All right. Um, thank you guys so much for taking the time out to come on to lay the podcast. Um, I think I asked you guys. No, I didn't. I didn't think that having more than one guest would work because usually I record with a different platform, and that platform sometimes like has its issues if you have more than one guest. But no, I'm actually glad that I actually have more than one guest. Like, this is my first episode with more than one guest. So, hey, <laughs> thank you guys so much. And I really do hope that a lot of my listeners can kind of get some insight from this episode. It is definitely a continuation from the first episode, like the first ever episode of May the Podcast. And, but it's like, I think this should have been like the first, first episode, hey, like with the whole discussion and everything, like opening up May the podcast. But I mean, we learn along the way. So um, thank you, Shamila and Kaviso, for taking the time out to feature in this episode. Thank you so much for having us. It was really amazing to have this discussion. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for listening to yet another episode of Nay the Podcast. As you have noticed, I've changed the days in which I publish a new episode of Nay the Podcast, and that's Fridays. So every Fridays, you can tune into a new episode of Nay the Podcast. Like I always say, listen to the podcast, follow the podcast, and share the podcast. Till next time. <laughs>